0: Any home or business can quickly become infested with mold with the introduction of a water source like a roof or plumbing leak. When your home, your belongings, or your business becomes damaged, it's not just about cleaning up the mess. It's about reclaiming your life, and that's why you need to call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline, a licensed, fully insured, affordable, non-invasive solution to solving any water and mold problems. Our team of trained specialists are available with 24-7 emergency service. We will quickly evaluate your problem and give you a plan that will guarantee
2: The Buck Sexton Show. I got into this a little bit last week because this, of course, is much of the debate right now over immigration. The immigration executive order that was dominated the news cycle last week, and it was, of course, uh, over well, I shouldn't say overturned, but the stay, the restraining order on Trump's immigration order will stay. I don't know how to say this, will stay in effect. Uh, despite the fact that the arguments against it are flimsy from a constitutional perspective, and it creates a whole host of other uh, problems, including the right of non-U.S. citizens to challenge their ability to come into this country in a U.S. court as though they have some right to sue for access to America. That's an interesting concept, isn't it? Where does that stop and start? I don't know. Uh, But Behind a lot of this, you just have this... And it's been very interesting how the how the left has progressed with this. Um, they really do create the perception, at least among their followers, and they try to push this on everyone else, that any uh, objections to any part of Islamic ideology, Islamist ideology, even jihadist ideology, is really just a form of, of racism. And they say this because there's this... Uh, they're, they're, well. Islam is a predominantly, but not certainly not entirely, uh, non-white religion around the world. Um, there are plenty. Look at a a Chechen or a Muslim from the Caucasus regions for for region, for example, and you'll see somebody who's as as white Caucasian as white as white can be. Uh, I've met Palestinians who had red hair and blue eyes and and skin that's every bit as white as mine. I mean, you, you go down the list here. And there's even Noristanis from Nuristan province in Afghanistan who are, at least by legend, the descendants of Alexander the Great and his invasion of Southwest Asia. That was where he finally uh, got turned back and met his end. Um, they have some of them have blonde hair and blue eyes, whether that's because of Alexander the Great. I, I think that's probably just uh, it's not an urban legend because I don't think there's really a city in Nuristan to speak of. Not not a major one, at least. Uh, but it's a legend. So. But they've created this because they realize that racial politics in this country are very divisive but very useful to the Democratic Party. And accusations of racism are incredibly potent uh, political weapons. And they wield those political weapons to the best of their ability all the time. That's what they like to do. So you'll get, for example, a Bernie Sanders going on Meet the Press with host Chuck Todd of NBC. And this is this is, of course, what Bernie Sanders is going to claim about the immigration order.
1: What you just heard Mr. Miller say is a shell game. While there's a whole lot of discussion about the racist, in my view, immigration policies of the Trump administration, which are based on anti-Muslim ideology, which are doing us enormous harm all over the world, something else is going on at the exact same moment.
2: Okay, hold on. I want to to tackle this one first. Anti-Muslim ideology. I I wish that the the press, if the press was really trying to do their jobs, they should ask every Democrat who claims that Trump's executive order is rooted and motivated by bigotry. They should ask, uh, do you think that the Islamic world causes a disproportionate amount of terrorism globally. They should be forced to answer that question and, uh, not, and not allow the, well, you know, it's a very complicated and U.S. foreign policy and this, that, and the, you know, you know we're here, we're there, we're everywhere, we're doing all this stuff, and, you know, you know, sometimes we bomb the wrong people, we create terrorists by bombing. No, no, Bernie, answer the question, is the Muslim world, which is 1.6 billion of the world's 7 billion people, Is the Muslim world responsible for a disproportionate amount of violence in the name of a coherent and somewhat unified religious political ideology? Is the Muslim world responsible for a disproportionate share? That's not the same thing. And then they'll go, are you trying to say that all Muslims are terrorists? No one's saying that, Bertie. Are you trying to say that there's no other terrorism? What about Timothy McVeigh? I mean, you know, you'll get people referring back to 1993, or you get people referring back to uh, other incidents. Oh, "Oh, what about this guy here or there who did this terrible thing? It's, you know, Uh, can you answer the question? Because the answer to that question is really a determining factor in whether or not the American people trust some of these bozos on this issue. Because if you can't say, if you're not willing to come out and say that the Islamic world is responsible for a disproportionate amount of terrorism, and therefore, when dealing with counterterror issues, you have to put a greater focus on the Islamic world. If you're not willing to say that, people don't really want to hear the rest of what you have to say on this. Because you have failed a very basic test of honesty and rationality. And you've failed to put the interests of the American people and their security above your desire. What do you mean by desire? What what desire? Above your desire, Bernie Sanders and others, to, uh, or you're unwilling to put their safety and security above your desire to sound like somebody who is open-minded, progressive, cosmopolitanist, and all the rest of it. As I am am fond of pointing out to all of you because I think it is important You do not there is no Hindu Hindu phobia. There is no Buddha phobia. There is no Quaker phobia There is no you know go down the list These are not things that exist and in, in the case of uh, In the case of for example Buddhists in this country, you're talking about About a similar number of Buddhists to Muslims in this country so you have the percentage of Buddhists by country, according to Pew Research. Yeah, here we go. Buddhism is, is religion practiced by 488 million people in the world. Okay, so it's a little less than a third of the amount of Muslims in the world, but how many Buddhist terrorist attacks can you name off the top of your head? Mass casualty attacks against, and let's be clear, we live in America. We are most concerned with attacks against us and our immediate allies. We are. I mean, attacks anywhere are terrible and... Humanitarian sympathy crosses any international boundary, to be sure. But from a security perspective, we are concerned first and foremost with our own security. Okay, so how many terrorist attacks can you name that involve Buddhists when there's almost 500 million of them around the world? Very few. Isn't that interesting? UT San Diego estimated that there were 1.2 million people, uh, U.S. practitioners, rather, of Buddhism... There's a huge community, by the way, that live in in Southern California. That's why the uh, California system was looking at them, uh, looking at the numbers here. But the reality is that you have lots of people who come from other religious groups that are non white, and yet there's no need for a phobia discussion because there's no problem. And people get sick of being told that they're just so. Racist. Yeah, there, there are 2.23 million Hindus in the United States. So that's comparable to there are 3.3 million Muslims in the United States, according to 2016. So, you know, we're looking at relatively similar numbers here. Well, how many you know, there was a, a terrible attack against a Sikh temple, but that wasn't perpetrated by a Sikh. It was anti-Sikh. It was, that was bigotry and hatred on display for all to see. But you'll notice this. It's not it's not as though there's nothing behind the concern from within the Muslim population and to be constantly looked down upon by people as though any concern about Muslim terrorism really is just rooted in racism that rankles individuals that upsets us that's annoying one because it's untrue and two because it also shows That the primary concern for, and we're talking to people like Bernie Sanders here, the primary concern is not to defend this country, it's how do they look. Do they seem open-minded and tolerant? Are they able to call other people bigots and avoid charges of bigotry themselves? If that is your first and primary concern, I do not want to hear about how you care so much about national security. But then again, what does Bernie know about national security? He doesn't know anything. He just sort of walks around, talks, you know. a socialist with a beach house, or a lake house, I should say. It's ridiculous. It is utterly and completely ridiculous, but this is what goes on now. This is something that we all have to uh, have to deal with. Um, I also want, to, so I want to move on to his next statement, though, because he also says some interesting stuff, and then we'll talk about nominees uh, as well. Here we go. Here's Bernie being Bernie, and that President Trump is backtracking on every economic
1: promise that he made to the American people when he told. Workers and senior citizens. He was not going to cut Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid. So, what's going on right now? We're talking a whole lot about immigration. He is appointing Wall Street bankers, the same people he told us he would oppose to very high positions. Gary Cohn has gotten the $250 million severance package from Goldman Sachs. He's now the main financial advisor. So we're talking a whole lot about dividing the American people up. We're supposed to hate Muslims. We're supposed to hate Latinos. We're supposed to hate you think all of this is a shiny metal object? You think all of this is a shiny metal object right now to distract the public, divide the public? You got it. You got it. Meanwhile, meanwhile, he was going to clean the swamp. Remember that? Mm -hmm.
2: You got it. You got it. Meanwhile, uh, no. Actually, okay, let's go back. First of all, no one's no one is advocating for hatred of Muslims and no one is advocating for hatred. I shouldn't say, OK, this is where smart liberals come in. what do you mean? They point to some you know, storm front or some you know, white nationalist idiot somewhere with five people reading his blog. OK, no one who matters and no critical mass of the U.S. population, no substantial contingent of the U.S. population is advocating for hatred against Muslims or hatred against Latinos. And that's just a that's just a slur. That's just slander from Bernie Sanders. And but but anyway, he's mixing all these things together. And then he's talking about how Trump and if Trump is going to betray his promises on the economy. I want to know about that because I'll have a problem with that. I'm not Trump, 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 no matter what. I, I'm i already a little annoyed that they're telling us that tax policy is going to get delayed as an issue. Really? Why? You, you can't you can't walk and chew gum at the same time with. Obamacare repeal and borders and it's a pretty big government with a lot of power. I would think that they might be able to figure something out here. Uh, But you'll notice that he just, he says that Trump made promises about Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid, and then he immediately pivots to, and he's got these Wall Street guys working for him. Uh, Okay, well, are we supposed to have career bureaucrats that are running the economy? I, I can tell you this. People that have never... Worked in the private sector uh, in any capacity, have a different view of the private sector and what it means to get a paycheck and everything else. Um, so, why would you not want individuals who have real background in the private sector trying to help with issues that directly affect the private sector? I would think that's rather straightforward. This is not, this should not be surprising stuff.
0: Any home or business can quickly become infested with mold with the introduction of a water source like a roof or plumbing leak. When your home, your belongings, or your business becomes damaged, it's not just about cleaning up the mess. It's about reclaiming your life, and that's why you need to call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline, a licensed, fully insured, affordable, non-invasive solution to solving any water and mold problems. Our team of trained specialists are available with 24-7 emergency service. We will quickly evaluate your problem and give you a plan that will guarantee
1: 800